0: that's better.
1: Been, uh, I don't know. I had to, it's been a crazy
0: night. Have you been working?
1: Well, I had to work really late. Then traffic was horrible. I said an hour and a half of traffic. Oh, what's really What's really late for you? 4.30. 4:30. Mm-hmm. 4.30? Dude, what the? <laughs> I did, and I didn't get home till 6.15. Wow,
0: that's
1: um, then i had to walk the dog then i have to pack for the evening Then i was helping back here at dinner where are you where are you going new hampshire for easter oh. I, had to, I had to get my bike ready for tomorrow i had to put the roof rack on the car for the bike i had to get all the dog stuff together it's and then oh and then when i was leaving work of course my computer installed updates so when i joined oh. this pod it, it like uh, did the second half of it so that was that was really why I was delayed. A uh, little trick, never install updates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, note to self. <laughs> so, okay, well, I mean, you know, well, with that, all that you had to deal with today, I'm shocked you got here only three minutes late. I mean, I mean, thoughts and prayers to me, but yeah, heroic effort. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Yeah, of course, of course we are. <laughs> so uh, what I missed in the first few minutes, we have a lot to cover, a lot. We were talking about getting a little buzz going for Rob's place um, to rent. I was thinking of throwing a few comments on the post, just like some leading questions, to get the people talking. But we'll see. Mm, I I don't. Did he pay for this advertising time? No, he did. not I don't like giving out free ads on uh, by rule. So yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. Well, why don't we just. I mean, that could be our podcasting studio. No reason okay, to rent so it out. Okay, so he's paying... Yeah, okay. All right, that seems then fair. That, now I that's suppose. a business expense against our LLC. Yeah, draw down the taxes. i <laughs> gonna writing off so much. Where oh, did Rob he, go? He also uh, he had to take a pizza out of the oven. Oh my god. Annie is not um, feeling well. Oh no. Prior to the big ride tomorrow, no, no idea. Oh god! Um, first off, did we apologize to our fans yet? No. Or we, we haven't officially kicked that's, it off yet. Yeah, let's just okay. They deserve an apology. They need. An, what has it been? Six yes. weeks. It's been a shameful amount of time. Not six. Three races. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I didn't really want to podcast until Ferrari won a race, so that. That was my reason, but I couldn't hold out. Yeah, I couldn't hold out any longer. Romain Grosjean has zero points this year. Yeah, he's he's had a he's had a eerily similar start to that. Is terrible. Same last year. With, same with Carlos Sainz, zero points. Ugh. Yeah, Sainz has suffered from the Renault curse. Mm-hmm. What are your plans this weekend? What are you doing for Easter? We're going to Jersey Very nice. We'll be in town just you and Carolyn um, Yeah, Carolyn and I and then I think all my cousins will be there hmm. Good get some good face time with uh, quick, you know, David, quick, quick trip When are you coming back Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning or what? Sunday afternoon What do you guys traditionally have for Easter dinner? I think historically we've we've had ham, but I don't know what'll be ham. I feel like I th- I think so. I can't say for sure. Not that memorable, huh? Wow, not really. I could go for a um. What 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 is common for Easter? No, I think it's I think the big the big roasts, the hams, the turkeys. <laughs> I was we, hoping, have, we always, I was hoping for a turkey, if I'm being honest here. We, um, we always have a rack of, uh, not a rack. We have uh lamb, like a big leg of lamb. Hmm. Good. Sounds good. Sam will be there Schweiz. Twice. twice. Yes. Robert as well. And Joseph. Nice. Whole crew. Are we, uh, potting or? Uh, yeah, dude. We were potting. No, we're, I'm saying like, are we in? Yeah, are we're in. I'm, I'm, I've been recording. For, for okay. minutes, if not hours. Live. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if, Charlie, if you want to do it, or, or I, or even Rob, but someone should
0: probably start the apology. All right, well, first of all, I want to say welcome. Uh, this is Premium Unleaded, the podcast of the F1 newsletter, which is the premier Formula One newsletter in the world. I think. Do we have that title still? <laughs> until, until someone tells me otherwise, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna giving up the accolades. Um, this is Pod zero zero zero. I think we're at three high three thirty nine or maybe thirty nine. Oh, um, and this is a mega pod. We're gonna be covering the first three races of the year. Sorry to throw it all at you in one bunch, but. A couple of us got together to podcast and logged on, and we're about to start, and then we realized we had no recording equipment. So um, we needed Andrew, who got back from India in the nick of time, and here we are, giving you all the content at once, open up, fire hose coming at you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, I
1: almost, I was very close to getting up at, it must have been 4 a.m., And because I was wide awake, (laughs) you you can't sleep. I'm watching Netflix all night. I mean, you just can't sleep. So I was like, these jokers, I can't, but I didn't do it. So you were following to find a platform. Hey, you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, Now
0: we can. Sorry.
1: Uh, Oddly enough, I wasn't on my mesh network. I don't know why. But uh, anyway, now I'm on my mesh, and I think we should be all systems go. Uh, as we speak, there is an ambulance just pulled up, and there's a lady sitting on her stoop, so um, I'll keep you posted if anything starts to go down. Great. All right, uh,
0: so uh, let's get this thing rolling. We are. Covered. Let's start with the, uh, let's, do, let's do a race, an entire race before we do anything else. Um, this is Melbourne, embarrassing. what's wrong?
1: I can't even remember these races. I'll it's bring it up. So long. Don't, you don't you Melbourne, don't worry Melbourne, your, your Melbourne.
0: Head. Melbourne is in Australia, Charlie. It was the season opener and uh, Ferrari I, had I a tip on the pronunciation. Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, okay. Ferrari had a surprising lack of pace. Mercedes locked out the front row. Bottas danced away to a 22nd win over his teammate Lewis. Lewis came in second. The Ferraris came in 3-4, I think. 4-5. Or... Max slipped in there. Ooh. May,
1: may I be so bold as to suggest we actually don't talk about the specific orders in races, and we just go right to the, the big storylines of the season so far, because I feel like there are Hitting analysis. Six, six, seven, eight of them that will, will lead to like, natural yeah, races. Let's, uh, do, let's well, do
0: general themes. I would like to say go to Formula One with the numeral .com. They have actually a wonderful um, recap where you can just like click on the race. It shows you the track. You can do a, uh, an onboard lap. You can see the results. So Formula <clears throat> uh, FormulaOne.com if you're looking for a race recap because we're not providing it for you. All right, Charlie, hit us with a big takeaway.
1: Okay, well, let's jump into the biggest topic that we could possibly talk about, Ferrari. So, two things that maybe maybe we break it down into two subplots because there's a lot to digest on Ferrari. First, there is where did their preseason pace go, um, and then two, and yes, and then two. We have to talk about their team orders, which really reared their ugly head at ugly head in uh, China this past weekend. So okay. let's, let's right. kick so it off with the race pace. Just uh, for a
0: little little context, Mercedes has gone one-two in the first three races, which I think hasn't been done in thirty years or something. Fact check me on that. But uh, Botas won the first race, Hamilton won the next two, and Ferrari's lack of pace is Charlie's take point uh, talking point but mercedes has the pace that ferrari is lacking so um i just do want to push back a little bit and say that in bahrain the ferrari the second race ferrari was clearly the fastest car um, oh yeah but there was an engine problem that stole the wind from leclerc and vettel made a mistake and spun out yeah, so, so, but they had the fastest car. Oh, yeah. So, uh, if I may, um, to- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mr. Ferrari himself. To- totally agree that they're an absolute dumpster fire. But I will say, um, after the race one, I think they did come back very strong. Race two, in terms of pace, um, obviously reliability, and obviously some driver issues, which I think I'll touch on later. But they—they were—they had definitely still have the pace to compete with Mercedes. It's just, I think, it's becoming. Evident that they do not have the strategy and they do not have the reliability or the drivers to compete with with Mercedes um, so, go ahead, go ahead. so 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 I think I think I think we're all kind of in agreement then that Ferrari has the pace for this season they, they look good so far um, they but they, it's probably mostly due to setup in some of these races where they looked extremely so- strong in preseason testing, almost like a, a strong, strong favorite, but they look like they're right in the mix with Mercedes now. And maybe it's just a race-to-race setup thing that, that dictates who actually looks, quote-unquote, most powerful that weekend. Yeah, I would say the first race, absolutely, they looked they look bad. The second race, they were the stars, I think, of most of the entire weekend. And Leclerc looked like he was about to just walk towards a victory like you see Lewis sometimes do. And, and and Vettel, I mean, he definitely could have competed. He just, he had some terrible mental errors like we've seen him do over and over over again. So, um, and then this last race, um, you know, I wouldn't say it was, I, I think the last race was actually really close. I mean, you had, what was it? It was 13 seconds. Vettel was 13 seconds behind. But he he looked decent, and then I think that gets into the orders where they actually shot themselves in the foot, the way they, they managed that. So, um, so before we get into Team orders, I yeah wanna, I have something.
0: And, oh, okay, go ahead.
1: And I want to say uh, something also on this. I just wanted to mention uh, that I think there was that scandalous article on, I think it was BBC, maybe Sky, about Ferrari pigeonholing themselves in their aero setup where they yeah. are... Directing air out, out past the wheels instead of over. So it's really just a point I wanted to make. It. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens the rest of the year with their package. If other teams start to get faster, which is kind of the theme over the past couple seasons, um, or if Ferrari
0: can keep pace. So I'm, I'm. It's going to be a good season. So sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, I'm not that worried about Ferrari yet because. Mercedes got it right in in uh, Melbourne, and Ferrari got it right in Bahrain, and Mercedes got it right in uh, China. so although the Mercedes got one two, one, two, one two, I don't think that really reflects the strength of the car, and yeah. I think it's Mercedes Ferrari Mercedes, so it's kind of a toss up. I think but here's I think
1: my worry. It, it, and and sorry i'll let any you go in a second but my worry is that the obviously the driver's championship is still up for grabs but i'm almost feeling they can, like the constructors championship is over with because mercedes it's been three years since they've had a reliability problem they're so strong and consistent always so i feel like when you give up three weekends like this it's like not that many races in the calendar it's it's puts them in a real hole yeah, I, that's. I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's what you know. What I've gained some. Maybe it's a little late, but I, some respect for Mercedes this year is just. It's not that they well one in the years past they've been so dominant, but this year I think it's more of they're just so consistent and solid that if you they're they're going to be there, and if you make a mistake, they're going to take advantage of it, and that's why they're so good this year. Because even when Ferrari technically maybe has faster, um, you know. Sh- uh straight straight line speed, it doesn't really matter because Ferrari's gonna make a mistake or they're gonna have a reliability issue and Mercedes is gonna is gonna be right they're almost like waiting for you to screw up so they can take advantage and that's what they that's what they're doing. Um so yeah, I don't I don't think the the season's over, but you you just see they're just like they're kind of just like strangling these thick Ferrari. They they don't have a chance almost.
0: Yeah. Over one seventh of the way through the season, I mean, a lot can happen. Yeah, as Andrew takes a gigantic swig of one. <laughs> well, I just so think, we want- you know this year,
1: I, you know, I kind of thought, you know, in the years past, they were lacking the team, the team principal. Uh, you had that joker. Um, now you have this guy that supposedly is. Actually,
0: Copley's <laughs> made a weird noise. We had Ariva really Beni replaced with Benotti.
1: Yeah, and yeah, like you think he's the guy, right? So you have the drivers, you have the pace. Now you have the team principal. This is the year, and and the, I would say it's been the worst of the over the past four years. This is probably the worst start they've had. So you got to start questioning what, like, what's going on there, and can they really figure it out?
0: Anyway, all right. Uh, yeah i mean I, I i'm hoping for a competitive season and ferrari looks like the only one who's going to be challenging mercedes so let's hope they get it together um other big topic charlie you brought it up you lead it off team orders and ferrari well i think this is a classic ferrari getting in its own
1: way this past race i would say leclerc and and Vettel had similar paces and Vettel was kind of on the wheels of Leclerc to be fair to him and maybe had a little bit of pace, but they put in the order for him to let Vettel by. And then it turned out they were still even. So they were just slowing each other down. uh, And they, long story short, they gave up a spot to Verstappen. They sacrificed Leclerc to get Vettel one spot up and um, there's some pretty detailed analysis of it, but they gave up a they gave up a dropped a bunch of points because of it, and they they could be I think Leclerc Leclerc could be third in the constructor now, uh, Verstappen is, and it's just crazy. Enzo, you want to take it? I, I I mean that was one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. Like they basically I, I think what it comes down to is I I feel like Benoto is. Uh, spineless, so he's coming into this job, he's new, he's trying to make the old vet Vettel happy, and he's, he's kind of kowtowing to him, and now, so you get in these positions where Vettel's like, for one second, he's like, I'm the faster car, so instead of just battling a little bit, he says, let him through, let's him through, Vettel makes, how many times, he locked up like three times, um, so now Charlie's absolutely right, they're just slowing each other down, and they look they look like clowns and it absolutely cost Leclerc a spot. Claire is the better driver. I'm sorry, he is. He makes mistakes too, but he I think he has the actual ability to compete with Lewis and Valtteri this year and I don't I haven't seen it from Sebastian. I mean, you could argue that at the beginning of the race he actually kind of got screwed a little bit because he had such a good start and he was behind Valtteri, I think, and Valtteri had a slow start so he couldn't make a move. But really, you haven't seen any of that skill from Sebastian that you've seen in years past. And I have no confidence
0: in him. So I just want to kind of review the data here. In In Melbourne, did Ferrari tell Leclerc to let Vettel through? Were, were there any team orders in the first race? I think the team orders were don't. Not let him
1: through, but don't. Uh, back. They told him to back off.
0: Didn't they? The, oh, that's right. That's right. The Ferrari told Get Leclerc the to back off, don't try and pass Vettel. Okay, yeah. so team orders in the first race. In the second race, they told Leclerc, wait two laps. And he did. And if he Vettel can't one. pull, he didn't, he didn't. And he just like had a clean pass, and he made it, and he ran off. He was much faster than Vettel. And then in the third race, they told, as Charlie said, they told Leclerc to let Vettel by, and it turned out to be just pure favoritism there was no pace advantage that warranted those orders that is all in line with the pre-season statement from Benotti which is like Vettel's our number one driver we're going to give him priority until Leclerc proves otherwise I don't I agree with I think it was Charlie who said no it was Andrew that Leclerc was fifth faster driver so far he understands the car better or whatever he's a better driver naturally I don't know um <clears throat> I think it's time to end the team orders, you know. Yeah, what they else? They do, they do look like. like what Ross. else? Well, what here's else? the, here's the, here's the
1: thing. I want to bring up kind of a couple of points that I think are very related. One is Ferrari is almost like the opposite of Red Bull, according to the Netflix series, where they're they're always favoriting the younger driver because they want to set all sorts of records with that. But I think Red Bull handled it pretty gracefully at last year between, I mean, they had some bad races like Baku maybe, but I think they handle it pretty well to let them drive. And and maybe that backfired one or two races, but unless you're like Mercedes where you have a clear number one in Hamilton and a, a lesser driver in Botas, I think you have to let them race and, and risk the, the damage because I think maybe put them on different strategies or or what have you, but you have to let them race. Yeah, I, I
0: I actually see think that there is an argument for. I mean, it it is you have to have a significant pace advantage, so you do get slowed up by a car that's just a little faster than you, and you see that teams doing it to each other where they're like sitting in front. Um, I think there is room for team orders, but I just think that. Uh, Focus on the pod here. Isn't the team where, order- there, Go ahead. where there isn't where there where there aren't like a significant where there isn't a significant pace advantage. You don't do team orders. Well, I, th- I think Mercedes does it
1: well when they when Botas needs to pass Hamilton because he's on a fresh set of tires. They phone it into Hamilton and say, let him pass. And no, Hamilton always, he always pushes never back done, a little bit. They've never he, done
0: that. Yes, they absolutely have. I'll, I'll find proof of you. When when there, when there is a clear-cut different strategy, well, that's okay. That's but, what I'm but, saying. But that was not the case in any of these Ferrari things. No, but that's what I'm saying. When there's
1: clear-cut advantages to speed, oh. let them pass. That's the only reason to give team orders. If they're the same, let them race. Yeah, I also think it's a bit of a – I mean, I think with Valtteri and, and Lewis, for the past – this is their third year together, right? but for the past 3 years i mean that's not even really a competition like Balteri finishes in like 4th and, and lewis is in first with this it seems like leclerc is the better driver and ferrari just doesn't even want to admit it they're like you know they're not letting him him do it like it's it's already clear that they need to get rid of these team orders and let those guys race the only the only order should be don't crash each other out and after that just go and go and run go do your race because this is getting ridiculous
0: I, I agree. I mean, especially since Ferrari doesn't look composed in any other way, like their strategy in China, the way that, they, that Leclerc, because they made him be the second driver and then got the less good strategy and then he fell behind for stopping, was just basically criminal by Ferrari. So it was like the,
1: the second that they let Vettel through, he was slowing down Leclerc. And it was, I almost felt like they're going to say, uh, Seb, uh, you got to let Leclerc through. He's You're the... You're the slower driver. Like, what are you guys doing? I think, I think it's, I think we'll see halfway through the season where maybe not even Leclerc is not going to put up with it anymore because he can have any seat on the grid that he wants. Maybe Maybe you think he's going to leave. You think he's going to leave Ferrari? I'm saying he could. He should start pulling his weight. Is what I'm saying. I agree. I I mean, he's the he's he's the pulling his weight. Not the right. Not the right. uh, (laughs) Throwing, yeah, sure, his but, yeah, throwing his weight around yes
0: thank you yeah. all right uh so andrew something that you mentioned was like that Botos is a clear number two hamilton has no pole positions this year Botos has two Whoa, um hamilton that's true hamilton oh. has zero poles wow I I only speak the facts. Um sure. according to s- some of my sources, Hamilton was really working on his starts. Mm. And it really paid dividends. You saw that he started two in in China and then at yep. the first turn was in P1. Um so that shows dedication to the craft. But I don't think that Botos Botos is not like he came into the season saying I don't want to be a number 2 anymore. We'll see if he can follow through with that. He's finished uh one two two. But he's in the running.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. He he came this year with a fire that he hasn't had in years past. Like he feels like I think he he deserves to be where he's at. And you can you can definitely tell he's got a little bit of a je ne sais quoi. That he didn't have in years past, and I, I think it's great because I mean, right now I'm looking at the standings. It's Hamilton is 68 points, Valtteri is 62, and that might be the most um,
0: intriguing battle on the on the grid. Love to see a repeat of what was that 2016 when Rossberg just stole? Oh yeah, stole the drivers'
1: championship. Do you think Valtteri pulls it? He he wins it and just just walks out rides off into the sunset.
0: Be amazing <laughs> if he did. Um. All right, so Ferrari's gotta stop with the team orders. What other big storylines do we have from twenty nineteen after three races? Um how about? I mean,
1: I think dude, do you wanna talk a little bit about Red Bull Red Bull racing Honda and just give a little breakdown because I think that's a pretty intriguing um you know, you got Max who's in third place, impressive third. It's a very tight race for third right now. Thirty nine points, thirty seven points, thirty six points. Max, Sebastian, Charles Leclerc. And then you have Pierre Gasly with a measly 13. And I think we can all go in on Pierre Crashly. Um, Charlie, what are, oh, you, what are, you, what are your thoughts about Pierre? Yeah, he's the only Red Bull guy on yeah. the pod right now. You guys <laughs> speak for him. So if you had asked me after Bahrain, I would have said, get, he's done, get him out of here. But the more I think about it, I don't know who they're going to replace him with. Okay. What about Albert? It, it's just like the word,
0: He was the driver uh, of the day in China.
1: Yeah, he's showed promise. I think uh, it, that's certainly a good name to throw out there, but he, I don't think he's ready for the Red Bull car either. Um, yeah, it's something to keep an eye on. I think they could switch halfway through the year, but just the more I think about it, I don't think anybody is is heading above to Gasly to take that seat just like outright. Like I think the rumors about. The false rumors about Alonzo interested in Red Bull, that would have been awesome. That's like a clear cut, oh, get him out of here. Um, but of course, that's not going to happen. Uh, but I just don't think there's a, a suitable substitution. But overall, I, I think you, as a Red Bull fan, you can't help but be pleased with the start of the year. They're setting fastest speeds through the traps occasionally. They look like they're half a second off the pace of Ferrari and Mercedes. So they're still third in the pack. But I think once we start to get into some of the Red Bull tracks and start as they start to continue to deliver upgrades, um, I think they're going to be winning races. And I and we can have a big debate about this, but I think it's they clearly made the
0: right choice switching to Honda. All right. I'm not going to take that bait, but I will say that uh, (laughs) Red Bull we, we always have talked about Red Bull having a great chassis. Um, but even in the team this year, they've said they kind of missed it with the chassis. And maybe some of their... I I, even, I hate to repeat this because it's so ridiculously self-serving. But they've said, oh, we made the chassis for a lesser-powered engine, so it's not in the ideal fit yet. Um, I am not sure until we see evidence that... Red Bull is going to be fast through the corners like they have traditionally been. When I see the data, then I'll believe it. But I'm not sure that like, the Red Bull tracks like Hungary or Singapore are Red Bull traps in 2019. Um, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But we don't know. Um, I will reluctantly agree that Red Bull Max has been a pleasant surprise for Red Bull fans in 2019 through first three races. He's got what? Podium, two podiums. Um I guess he's got one podium? One one podium. One podium, but a couple of a bunch of top finishes. Solid, um very he's routinely solid. up there and so And he had yeah. that the turn in uh, turn
1: in China where they did a side by side of last year where he just takes out Vettel and this year they had some nice respectful driving.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, so now that's a perfect segue into, uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, I would like to revisit when he took out my team, McLaren in Bahrain, Carlos signs. Max Verstappen crashed. Some say Max dove into the corner with late breaking. Carlos already had the corner was entitled to the apex. Others are saying Carlos should have given him a whole car with on the inside, um, <clears throat> there was no penalty. It was deemed a racing incident. It ruined Sainz's race. Uh, nothing happened to Max, and he continued on to his what, like fourth or fifth place finish. Um, I was livid when I saw the replay of it because I think that Max was Carlos was wait was a full car lengths ahead, and then started braking. Max. Stayed off the brakes, dove into the corner. I mean, that I don't know why there was a verb to use, and hit signs on the on the side. Now, um, could signs have avoided it by giving him the full width of the car? Yeah, was that something Max would do? Absolutely not. And Max's the number of incidents that Max has had has erased any. Benefit of the doubt, he gets in my mind. I think the guy is exciting, but he's a menace. And he should be getting points on his license for his driving. It's exciting, but give him points. Give uh, him points honestly, and, I, and keep Rob, the excitement going. Honestly,
1: I find it very hard to pay attention to your Max stopping. They're just... It's like you're just finding excuses to rip him to him. The stewards looked at that incident and said no one was at fault. I don't like. I don't understand how you can... You rip into him like this. I'm just doing cuz you hate him. I definitely on years past I hear you. He was he was a bit reckless. I mean this year I think I think he's been pretty pretty solid and pretty um pretty cordial to the other draft. I mean I don't think he's making these I don't think he's making these drastic mistakes that you're talking about here, but I didn't watch the videotape back. Okay, I'd like to watch the videotape back, and then maybe I'll come in. Please do, here. yeah. Um, but I, so far, I've been I've been pleasantly surprised.
0: I think he's he's been pretty impressive. No doubt that he's been impressive. I will concede that. I cannot wait till he is in a fast car and he gets taken out by some Danny Cafeat character. Oh, he'll he'll lose. I just his can't mind. wait he for will it. lose. Because he mind. is such a little. Bitch, the way he goes and like <laughs> tries to fight Ocon, he is gonna lose his mind. I just I'm gonna be so happy. He, I mean, he when, will lose it if he ever gets taken. He's a, he's a, he's a diva. Absolutely, the when, biggest when diva young, on the track. When some young guy takes him out, because you know what do you have it to lose? And Max, lo- and Max loses his temper. I'm just gonna be dancing. So bookmark it. Can you imagine if a? This a, is why
1: a, I know you're not the right person to talk about this. I mean, can you imagine if like a little yourself. George Russell takes out, takes out? <laughs> stuff. You know who I really don't like. I, I do not like George Russell. Do I don't like George Russell. I, think I don't like, either, I, Andrew. I think, I think he thinks he's like the greatest driver on the guys. grid, and he he's literally in last place. Uh, no, maybe, second to last. Second to last place every single race. But he he thinks he's like because he has a British accent, he thinks he's. He's the man.
0: Get out of here, George Russell. All right. So <laughs> okay. moving our way down the grid, I'd like to bring up another. Right, we're done with the hate hour here. <laughs> um, how is the midfield battle shaping up? Um, I'd say Haas was looking extremely at the beginning of the year. Sporting. It, but in the last two years, in the last two races, they have had terrible race pace. So- um, and... Been out of the top ten, I think. We
1: we were chatting about this. I think while you were away making your pizza, but I was I was reading off the drivers with zero points. Romain Grosjean, zero points.
0: I mean, what the heck, man?
1: What are you doing out
0: there? His, teammate, out his teammate has eight. You know, I mean. So uh, I think Renault is probably going to be is the front contender for best of the rest, especially. So let me finish that thought. I think Renault. I think actually McLaren is probably up there also, uh, but it's close. And on any track, it could be any, close. any order how depending on who gets the setup right. I think Alpha looks pretty good. Racing Point looked good in China, but not so good earlier.
1: It's a tight. Um, it's a
0: tight race in the best very rest. tight, and it's race dependent. I I, I do want to say I think that China really is a a car-dependent track based on what I saw from qualifying, or you saw the two Mercedes, you saw the, the two Ferraris, the two Red Bulls, the two Renaults. Uh, who came... Then it was the two Haases. Uh, it was just like the top ten were two, 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 two. So it was almost like, who cares what driver you have? You're going to get where your car puts you. Um, and I think those tracks are good to have on the calendar and... And good to really let your car shine. I'll, but I, but I, personally love a driver-dominated track.
1: Fair enough. Hey, who doesn't? Um, I were you guys at all? Like cons- I thought, I was expecting a little bit more out of Renault coming into the year. What about you guys? I don't, I don't know if you want me to go first because I'll give a hot, super hot take on Renault. Try but. to try to be fair. <laughs> I, I think. I think it's pretty embarrassing. I'm I'm trying to be fair. I think it's pretty embarrassing that they keep talking about themselves like they're one of the big boys, one of the big three or four, and they just can't get it right. Their reliability issues are really bad. Um, And (laughs) I'd love to hear from the McLaren fan here. You have to be hurting the fact that Honda looks reliable (laughs) and pretty
0: fast it is weird so i'm not sure that i consider honda to be any more reliable or faster than renault i mean i think it was Gafiat or is on his third engine of the year
1: you just finished trashing red bull's chassis and now you're saying the honda engine isn't fast
0: so where where does red bull get its advantage well red bull hasn't Won a race and they've got one podium out of uh, nine opportunities. So, how many having, podiums does the Renault engine have? Zero. Ah, uh, well, no one was saying that. How many Renault does the Renault engine have? We're getting uh, sidetracked here. The question we're, is, we're not though. I think that the Renault engine has a real MGUK problem, um, which is creating. I think they are the least reliable engine. It is the least reliable engine, and I think that's been the cause of most of the failures. So, yeah, they have to resolve that. Um, I do think it's substantially more powerful than it was, and I would say it's the third fastest engine on the grid. But it's hard; it's really hard to know uh, whether where where the engine stops and the work chassis starts, and vice versa. Um, I'm excited that. The two, Renault-powered cars seem to be, up there, I would say in four or five in my estimation right now, um, where we have the Honda-powered cars at like what three and seven or eight. Uh, no, got- no, I'm not looking at points now because you have to consider, but <laughs> you're looking at what your gut is telling you, right? Yeah, kind of what I from <laughs> what I see. So I'm not taking into account reliability, and I think that. Charlie's right that Renault has had more failures than Honda. Um, but just in where the cars are qualifying um, and finishing races, I think that you could put McLaren and Renault in 5-4. Listen, uh, I, I think you're a great guy, but
1: uh, this just this just stinks of desperation. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, this is not good. Um... <laughs> Let's
0: see. We'll see. We're we're one seventh of the way through. The season. You know, He's I'm I'm a Ryan. big I'm a big
1: Cyril fan. I I love that guy. He just he just screams France to me. Huh. I just love his I love his vibe. I like I like Christian Horner too. I just think that duo is such a great uh, battle. Mm. Yeah, um, they should they should go on
0: wife swap and yeah, see they, how that, they like that.
1: I, I do want to. I forgot to mention this when we, were, when we were ripping on Max, but I was talking to my mom. Shout out Pam. Um, and she just, we we're chatting and she just goes, you know what? I, I just don't like that Max Verstappen guy. He just, he, he thinks he's so
0: cool. Yes.
1: He thinks he's so great. And and you know what? I don't like that. He gets paid more than Daniel. Like I like Daniel. And I was like, yeah, mom, that's, that's what I'm talking
0: about.
1: <laughs> so she gets it. And she's like, I know, I know John and Charlie like him, but
0: I just, I just, I can't root for the guy. Good on you, Pam. Good on you. <laughs>
1: That's fair. That's I mean, that's her. joined the hater and club. I, I
0: said to her, you know
1: what? I think deep down if they added their choice, they wouldn't root for him either. You know what?
0: I I I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Charlie's way of saying it. I agree.
1: That might be a good tie in to maybe some life updates. I don't know if you guys wanna you Oh,
0: know. yeah. Rob Okay. <laughs> um, I still have two children. Um, that's the biggest life update. Just got back from Canada went yeah. to Niagara Falls' We're with both a, still uh, alive the Helm clan cool. yeah. We stayed one night in Niagara Falls, which I'd say would peak in the late 60s. Um, went to a water park not my not my cup of tea. Um, then we went to Niagara on the lake, which is one of the oldest towns west of Montreal in Canada. It was the capital of Upper Canada. Very storied town, very pretty, picturesque. Wow. If you're ever in the region, I recommend stopping by. There's a old fort or two in the area, a couple old houses. Um, a readout? Very nice, very nice. I got my first pedicure there. Lovely weekend. The children were surprisingly well-behaved on the drive. Um, ah, They were surprisingly well-behaved on the drive back because on the way there, it's like 11 o'clock. It's pouring rain outside of Albany. I'm struggling to see. And Merle's coughing in the backseat and then coughs so much that he pukes on himself. Oh, so now the car smells like vomit. Just <laughs> Then we check into our hotel room and Annie and I are cleaning out. Like We have to take apart the car seat and we're like scrubbing the car does it, seat he does that a lot, in right? the shower at midnight. It was awful.
1: Doesn't he do that uh, frequently?
0: No, he's never done that before. Oh, okay. Um, Upcoming trips. Headed to Peterborough, New Hampshire tomorrow. Annie and I are going to bike up there. Uh, Charles, Samuel, my cousin, and my father, Chris, will all be in the biking attendance. Uh, We're going to leave from Newton in the morning, go to Groton for lunch, and then uh, do some climbing after lunch into Peterborough. Do Easter up there. Stop by Treehouse Brewery. Not on the way. And uh, we're not going to load ourselves up with cans of liquid. Not good for the mountains, Andrew. Fair enough. Those are my major life updates.
1: Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have too many. have been hanging around. It was Liz's birthday last weekend, so we went over to Liz and John, saw Tom and Barb and Katie. Happy birthday, Liz. Becky ran the marathon on Monday. Congrats to Becky. Shouts. Um, her, the whole Mitchell clan was in town, so that was fun. Um, I think the last couple of weekends have been, you know, spring is starting to pop up. I did some gardening around the house um laid down some mulch reseeded some grass got a new fun present uh, right yes yeah we're bringing it we're bringing it this weekend easter so everybody can try it um and yeah that's that's pretty much it excited for nice. the bike ride tomorrow that sounds lo- how's the weather supposed to be nice Maybe it's, supposed it's supposed to be warm too but warm, i think it's about yeah.
0: going to be about uh, Nineteen or twenty degrees, um, overcast, Cels- and Celsius. Maybe a, of course, uh, maybe a passing shower in the afternoon, but I think fr- pretty dry.
1: Nice. Um, yeah, it's similar to Charlie in terms of Liz's birthday. Obviously, a birthday diva, mm-hmm. so week long thing. Um, she, John, sent out a pretty funny email about uh, picking a a word to describe Liz and some people actually thought that was real so that was funny um, but the birthday was great Tom and Barb were in town had dinner with them on Thursday night um, went out to dinner a nice little spot in Dorchester I highly recommend it I think it was called 224 Boston if you're ever in the area check it out no free ads but free ad and um, then the party afterwards was a great time a rip roaring time Carolyn um, drank a little maybe a tad too much a wee bit hungover, I would say, the next day. <laughs> but um, but Sunday, what a day! What a sports day Sunday was. You had the F one race, taped it, got up early, watched it. Then the Masters, because of the weather, started at nine o'clock. Tiger teed off at nine o'clock. So that was just a phenomenal day. Of uh, I know Rob will he has his issues with the Masters, totally boycotts it. But that that was quite something to watch. I mean, I was almost in tears when Tiger hugged his little kid. So, great, great sports day. I've got, I'm have got i going to New Jersey um, on Saturday morning, spending Easter with Pam and Dave. Talk shop, talk cars with them. And I'm looking forward. I've got a uh, second wedding anniversary coming up. We're going to Charleston. So, back to the scene of the crime, John's mm-hmm. bachelor party. Uh, <laughs> probably won't play at <laughs> golf at Keylaw, because Carolyn uh, will just hit it in the water. But um, I'm looking forward to that wow trashing her golf game maybe like patriot's that.
0: place is a place for you that's
1: what we're thinking because <laughs> guess what the water is definitely in play on
0: every hole hey remind remind her to bring a collared shirt that's a little uh, dig at grant who showed up to play with a t-shirt and they're like oh no no <laughs> um all right good stuff what else we got
1: what's coming up what's the next race we've got um
0: ooh, is it baku
1: is it mm, yeah azerbaijan oh, i love right. baku. that's a great
0: race oh man
1: favorite course
0: so there uh, that is a good course I, I i mean i i hope that ferrari gets together me
1: too. I did. Didn't they? They're pretty strong there. They're, there's some long straights there.
0: Yeah, but that straight. China had the longest straight on the se- straight of the season, and didn't really do too much for them. So tough on the tires. I don't know. Why, I don't know why they struggled in China, um, and, if I was, and if a and if track changes the cure or they need to change their setup, I don't know. But let's hope they find it.
1: I do have a confidence in <coughs> Benotto. I think he will figure it out. It's just going to take him a little bit of time. Something about his glasses, I think, it's just, great, just screams professional and screams. Those are sweet glasses. Yeah, he's yeah. That those are great glasses. I so, think uh, it's tough to predict Baku because there's there will be multiple um, safety cars. So I think. I almost think the team, it, it could play, I'm hoping it plays into Red Bull's hands a little bit if they are slightly off the pace and choose to go with an alternative strategy to Mercedes and Ferrari, and just in the hopes that some crazy safety car comes in. So
0: it, it's, it's always a fun race. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's actually a good good call that that might play right into Red Bull's hand. I mean, sadly, Alonso's not on the grid, so we don't see any heroics like the time he got his car back to the pits on only I think was it one wheel um <laughs> never uh, sees anything like that again but was, hopefully
1: was Baku the race where Vettel threw a hissy fit and just just rammed
0: yeah but ones. that was that was two years ago two years ago <laughs> that was awesome what a <laughs> red mist red mist <laughs> yeah um so hopefully we have a podcast after that race we will promise and that's a promise oh, one
1: other quick storyline I want to just alert everybody to keep an eye on for, eye out for, is I think uh, Perez is routinely outperforming Stroll, and it could get pretty embarrassing uh, for Lance sooner rather than later. Hmm, interesting storyline. I didn't, I hadn't really followed that one, but I will this next race. Yeah, it's tough because they're not really doing much in the back end of the race, but. It's, it's not good when your son, the owner's son, is not his clear second driver. I mean, some mean, everyone knows why he's there, though. Yeah, but I'm saying they could, it. They, they could just start holding back Perez just to give boost Lance, you know, boost Lance's performance. It'll be I
0: mean, this, to this, see what
1: happens. This might be uh, rude, but... Is Kubica driving with with one hand or what? I mean, what's going on there?
0: Yeah, not a not a good look for him uh, that he's. Uh, well, maybe who was the one who <laughs> saying Andrew? You were saying you didn't love Russell. I, mean, I hate him. He's beating his beating his teammate, and that's really all you can expect of a Williams driver because what else are you gonna do with that piece so of sad. shit? Yeah. Um,
1: and then uh, I think uh, Rob, you should be pretty jazzed about Lando Norris, no?
0: Yeah, I am. I'm all. I mean, I'm. I'm more bullish than I've been in years about McLaren. Um, yeah, Calrizian looks good. Yeah, he looks very good, Lando Calrizian. <laughs> they both, both Lando and Carlos said, kind of China brought them back down to earth in terms of their qualifying performance. They were something like 13th, and 15th. Um, but I think they've been way up there in the midfield and. We will see, especially if China is actually a car-limiting track um, rather than a driver-limiting track. Like The drivers have shown good pace then. Yeah. So I know we could
1: get a topic of science not having great luck and having some crashes and engine issues, but Lando has eight points, Carlos has zero points. So let's not say we or the, the, they Lando's doing all the heavy lifting so far
0: No, yeah, well, Carlos was the one who was uh, about to get fifth place when Verstappen just took him out like a lunatic. So. <laughs> and then finally, last point I want to make, just hat tip
1: to Kimi sitting in seventh with the oh, Alpha Romeo yeah. 12 he, points. what a
0: what a stud. He, it sounds like his love of Formula One has been re, reborn kind of at alpha. I, oh, yeah, he, I miss, he says he uses really it as a him. hobby
1: instead of a high pressure a job. job. Can I, so. hot, hot take here: What's a better Ferrari lineup? Leclerc and uh, <laughs> Kimi, or Leclerc and Sebastian? What, which one has? Oh, I mean, which one do I want more? No, nah, I, <laughs> I, no. Seriously, I mean that. I think then you have a clear cut. You're giving Leclerc the ability to be the number one driver. Let him do his thing. Kimi's so <laughs> solid. I think Vettel still has more talent than Kimmy right now. Vettel hasn't shown me anything in the last seven races. Yeah,
0: he does seem like he's he's in his own head a little bit. Well, let's give it a, another couple of races to shake out before we uh, start making any moves. All right, I won't. But I won't cut him yet.
1: But think about it. Yeah.
0: All, All right. right. Else um, oh yeah, I wanted to also just say back on the personal front, went to the wine producing region of Ontario that produces 80% of the world's ice wines. Whoa. So we are going to bring some choice ice wines to Easter to celebrate. Glad, glad we can all benefit from that. And
1: uh, we've got a little surprise in stock for those people. I think I breaking news guys, I think my Pinterest may have been hacked. Cause I just got an email from Pinterest that says new ideas for you in prom makeup. And it's just all about eyeliner. Yeah, good. Well, they did go public. So maybe they just don't care anymore. Good. <laughs> We're good to get out of that uh, front of that story, Charlie, about why you're looking up makeup <laughs> on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, that, that, that's a up a good point. I think everyone should be, everyone should be wary Make sure you don't respond to any phishing attempts. Um, caution, cautionary tale: Ann O'Mara got hacked. Um, it's very upsetting. She is now raising money from an old friend, Matthew, who potentially fell off a bridge. <laughs> but don't, please, don't, don't donate to her um, her fundraiser because it's not real.
0: And I'll do a little shout out. Sophos Home is cybersecurity protection for the individual at home. Um, it's our latest offering. And Fish threat is one of the components of it. Oh, it that's... identifies and protects you from phishing attacks. Good to know. Good I'd to know. love to know how that product
1: works. Me do you have too. to enable it all uh, across all your platforms? Or
0: I'll do some research. Maybe way. Rob,
1: oh, Rob could do a little webinar for us and all of our listeners maybe
0: one day. There you go. Very terrific. Maybe I'll bring in one of our sales jockeys to do a pitch. And some iced wine. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. It's called ice wine. (laughs) It's got to be harvested between below negative eight degrees to be certified as ice wine. Hmm. So you get, I think, where you get one drop out of an ice scrape, you would get eight to ten drops out of a not ice grape. It's very concentrated. Okay.
1: Never heard of this ice wine, but it sounds sounds intriguing.
0: Okay, just go to Ontario. They get it's all they got. <laughs> all right. It's, see you guys for episode forty. Good stuff, boys. Almost as momentous as Formula One's one thousandth race. This just that happened this past weekend. We hit forty. They hit one thousand. Lines up nicely Neck and neck. Yep. All right. Over out. Right.